on here real quickly. All right. Give me a second here. Just going live here. And I'm going to get into a important prophetic word that the Lord has given to me. The the word has to do with Goshen. So, all right, let's have a word of prayer. If you would agree with me in prayer, because this ministry exists because of intercession. It, it, it exists because of God, and it is sustained by God. So agree with me in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this beautiful day, and we ask you for your grace, your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. We ask you, Father God, let me just back this up here. Father, we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, that you will bring in people from the north, south, east, and west. We expect that, God. We agree as a church that you're going to bring people in right now, the ones that you desire to be here. We agree that the Holy Spirit will bring to mind what we need to say. We agree that you will help us to share your word and give people warning and prepare people for what is coming. Because it is coming, whether people like it or not. And we're ready to prophesy what you say, Father God. And we thank you that you have and are bringing people in from the north, south, east, and west. And we thank you that we're ready to prophesy because we expect you to fulfill your word to do what you say you will do. You said you will anoint us. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Welcome here. Amen. And... Uh, Hold on one second. Again, just give me a second here. All right. Okay, so just going to get into some of this right now. I had to go yesterday, and I had to take care of get the oil changed on my car and so I thought that was pretty simple to do and most of the times it is pretty simple to do sorry I didn't set my camera up because I did another video on another program but so I've been busy and so as I went out to go to get my oil change which is pretty easy to do I could not find a place that was open and that could do my oil, that either they wanted me to get on a, a calendar or they were over overpacked. So I was like, wow. So anyways, I was pretty discouraged because you've got to understand, I live in the mountains, literally, like off-grid. I live below the Sequoia National Forest in a mountain area that's below there. And I've got to drive uh, 45 minutes to 30 minutes to even get to civilization. And uh, 
you know, to get to real civilization. And uh, there's a little tiny town that I can get to off of the hill within 25 minutes. But to civilization, um, it's a it's a bit. So, anyways, I ended up driving, spending about three hours to find a place yesterday to get my oil change. And because I had to leave the place that I had got to, which was probably around 35 minutes, and could not find nothing. So I had to leave from there, and I think it said 45 minutes to the next place. Now, the interesting thing, you say, what has this got to do with anything? It's got to do with everything that I'm going to prophesy right now. Okay? It has everything to do with what I'm going to prophesy. Okay? And... Um, I don't have my, well, I could grab my Bible real quickly, and I'm going to do this. It's not profe- unprofessional. We just were doing this uh, just uh, quickly here. So sometimes you got to do that when you do a live program that you had prepared. And uh, wow, hold on one second. You can still hear me, but can't see me. That's all right. Okay. Okay, back. Anyways, you know, there's a lot that goes into these these programs that you are unaware of and a lot of work that we do but anyways um, so I was thinking and I was asking the Lord I was asking the Lord this Lord am I to be a Goshen I asked that question literally am I to be a Goshen because I believe I am I haven't had the finances to do what I that I've been trying to do but I'm like Lord am I to be a Goshen and um, so I went ahead and I was trying to find this oil place but I could not find it Uh, I couldn't find one to get my oil done so finally I went ahead and there was a place I called them up and they said hey we can do your oil I'm like you're kidding nope we can do it we'll have it done in 10 minutes but it took 45 minutes for me to get there from the location that I was at, which was about 35 minutes away from my house. So maybe around three hours and a half plus the waiting time uh, just to get oil change. Now, we're starting off with the narrative about the question that I asked to the Lord, am I to be a Goshen? And as I'm driving and on my GPS, it's, you know, take a left here, take a right here, take a left here, take a right here. And then finally, it says, kid you not, it says, take a right on Goshen. It said, take a right on Goshen. And I said, like in the Bible? And so I actually went in and I looked at the word Goshen there. And I looked at the word in the Bible from my, my, my phone same exact spelling Goshen now if you're prophetic you'll miss that you'll say that's a coincidence well you're not prophetic you don't understand how God speaks see God talks through natural circumstances Jeremiah 18 so I'm going to teach you a little about how to hear from God prophetically right Jeremiah 18 verse 1 the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my word then I went down to the potter's house and behold 
he brought a work on the will, and the vessel that he had made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Now in this situation, God brings him to a natural situation, natural circumstance, and then speaks to him through it. It's very normal for a prophet. So I asked the Lord in the morning, now who put that, who put it in my heart to ask that question? Am I a Goshen, Lord? And the reason I was asking that is because I need to finance, get property to be, to, to do more of this Goshen, what I'm doing, the vision that the Lord gave me. I had an angel of the Lord here and tell me, uh, talk to me about getting property. I've had four different uh, prophetic people tell me that the Lord, they've had visions of me owning lots of land. And the, and the, and I've been, this is, and this is since I've been in my twenties, maybe. And I'm 57 and I am like, Lord, I know that I, my, my middle name, this sounds again, you're going to say, oh, that's a coincidence. My middle name is Joseph, but I've always known through these visions that I was to be a Goshen to help people. And so I'm like, Lord, am I going to, are you calling me to be a Goshen? Because I don't have the finances to buy the property that I need to buy. I just can't do it. And I'm like, so I, I was in doubt. I'm not a great man of faith like Abraham. I sometimes doubt. And I was like, Lord, you know. And so I was thinking that, but who placed that thought in my mind? Why was I thinking about that? Why was that thought out of all the other thoughts that I could be thinking come to me? And, I, and why did I ask the God in a dialogue, am I a Goshen? And I cannot find any place to go to oil, get my oil change. And then as I'm driving up, it tells me to get to my location. It tells me about a mile away. It says, you will be turning right on Goshen. And I said, what? I said, it couldn't be the same spelling. Can't be the same word from the Bible, Goshen. Why are people giving a, a street? the name Goshen. That's strange. In Visalia, California, why are they putting that? But sure enough, I checked on my computer, on my phone, and it said, yeah, same spelling exactly, Goshen. So this tells me also that, again, that there is going to be a difficulty coming to the United States of America. I'm going to say this. I love some people out there that are prophetic, but I think they're completely missing it. 2016, if you know my record, I shared a vision about Daniel, where I saw Daniel, and he was standing in a posture of prayer, praying, okay? He was standing in a posture of prayer, praying, and the sky was dark. Then it shifted, and it became ominous, a gigantic storm. He still stood in the same position and there was this great storm terrifying the darkness but he still stood in the same position then it shifted again and i saw the city that looked something like new york and it looked like the city itself had been burned down to the ground then it shifted again and i was basically told in the latter part of the vision study and search these things out study these things about the end times so that's what I was given. And so in 2016, the video is on this website. Um, or not on this one. Yeah, you know, it is on this website. I've got several websites. It is on this website. 
and um, we're going there real quickly. It is on this website. It's documented that this video was from 2016. Okay. Okay. I think that's what it is. Let's go and see here. Home. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. The name of the, of the video, go look it up. Don't verify everything I'm saying. This is documented. These prophecies are proven that I prophesied this. I prophesied it while all prophets, many prophets were prophesying peace and safety in the United States of America. On uh, June, June the 4th, 2007. Actually, this is 2007. So June the 4th, 2007. I shared, but I had the vision in 2016, okay? The perfect storm and the shaking of America and the nations. It's, go look it up yourself. Don't believe a word I say on this channel. The perfect storm and the shaking of America and the nations. Go look it up. I share about how God showed me a great storm is coming to the United States of America. The one that we're in right now, the one that multitudes of, of pro, prosperity-only prophets couldn't see. Not that I don't believe God prospers His people; I believe He does. Goshen is a place of God's provision, but those who only speak their their life coaches and they've only got the same word every year, you know, and it's you can have your best life now. But right now, we need to understand and prepare for what's coming. And so as I asked that question, the Lord told me, as I asked the question, Lord, am I a Goshen? He said, yes, you are. So we are still pre uh, praying and planning to purchase property. How? By faith. That's how we're doing it. We are an actual ministry. We're a 513. We rent a ranch, not just my family, but other people live on this ranch. You've seen some of them here. Well, you've seen you've seen all of them here on the program, because we've got uh, a brother named Gary that's 67 that lives here that was was saved through my ministry uh, 25 years ago when I was a pastor in Orange County. He lives here on the ranch as his own place. You've seen Alexandrio that uh, we hope to get from uh, Puerto Rico here, who is my computer uh, whiz and does all the computer work, which is work. He works hours, okay? And this is, we're a team, we get things done. Gary helps me on this, because this is a ranch. We have uh, chickens, we've got a greenhouse. We, we do videos all the time. I do church services on Sunday, and I will be doing a lot of work. This is an actual 513 ministry. And so anyways, so I'm telling you though, that this is uh, what's coming is is you need to be prepared. If you if you don't have a Goshen, you need to be a Goshen. Okay, I heard this morning. I heard this this morning. I heard a voice say this to me this morning, as clear as ever. The eighty five thousand has been transferred into your account. That's what I heard this morning. The eighty five thousand has been transferred into your account. 
And I'm like, what in the world? You know? And I'm like, okay. Now I looked at my account, it's not there, but I heard that. So be in agreement. Because to be honest, that would be enough down on a, a property out here that I could actually start a headquarters. So I'm not asking you to give 80,000. It wasn't 85, it was 80,000. 80,000 has been transferred into your account. So pray, pray, because, because we are to Goshen and I want to buy five, six, 10 acres of property, okay, with a place on it already, a well already on it, electric. I'm gonna move the buildings that we own ourselves here. I've got my own office that you see me doing videos in. If you go onto my other channel, which a video will be coming out tomorrow on my other channel, it is Elijah's, with an S, Elijah's, okay, School of the Prophets, with an S, plural, okay, not singular. If you go there, you'll see a video that I did on the collapse of the dollar. I'm not going to talk more on that. This is, this is a, a network, and I want to do the videos on different uh, contents on each one of my websites um, because we're building this up, and also we're preparing for the government to take websites down. I've received a lot of strikes for saying things here, uh, and so what I wanted, I've got a backup website, and that is a YouTube backup website, the one which is at Elijah's School of the Prophets, okay? So it's not Elijah, it's with an S at the end, Elijah's School of the Prophets, with an S at the end as well. And there'll be a prophetic word that you need to go to hear about that is a very serious word that I'm not releasing here that is on that channel because we want to get that channel up to um, 1,000 subscribers so we can do live videos here just in case they ban us or take us down permanently here. We, we have to prepare because we're in persecution for, for preaching the word here and for not agreeing with the narrative of others, for having an opinion that is our own personal. And so uh, I, I'm not violating anything by saying that, but I'm just telling you, you've you got to be backed up. I've got other prophetic words about EMP attacks that I'll be doing, not on this channel. Um, other prophetic words I've got on lots of different subjects that I'm not putting on this channel. I'm going to be doing some of them on my Gab channel as well. Okay, and because we are preparing, not going, we know things are going to happen in the United States. We know that Christians will suffer persecution. So we are preparing... Well, why my dog's barking, I don't know why. But we're... <laughs> I'm on a ranch and my dog's barking at something. Probably other dogs. Hold on. Hold on. Now let's stop it. That's Bella. Other dogs, sometimes it's coyotes, they all start barking. But anyways, um, so so just letting you know, uh, you're going to want to subscribe to those other channels as well because we're going to continue to deliver prophetic words. Look at 
right? I've, I've shared a couple different prophetic words here recently, and let's just go to those real quickly, okay? And you'll see that they've already come to pass very quickly, these other prophetic words, okay? Um, let's go to right here. Okay. Five months ago, five months ago, I had a dream that gas prices would go up. At the time, gas, hold on, something happened to my, my, my technical stuff. I don't know what happened to it. Give me a second. This is not a speaker. This is so I can hear myself. Sometimes people are talking and they're not even online. Okay, so just showing you about this prophetic ministry, I cannot be accurate on my only the Lord. So go look this up. Do not believe what I'm saying. Verify it yourself. This is what you need to put in. Prophetic podcast. The number mark. Okay. 382 semicolon dream of coming gas shortage. Okay. Five months ago, I shared that when the price of gas was $3.39. How is that working for you now? Okay. So, came to pass. $7. Okay don't have to agree with me it's a fact you can go look at the video yourself it's archived YouTube made on it you can't change it okay say this just because some people you need to listen to what I'm saying and and you're gonna need to have faith so I'm giving you a little faith with some evidence okay okay Think is I think this is the other video. I'm not sure, but I think this is the other one. And some of you others know this, and and so you know it as well. I've got lots of videos. I think the other one is uh, prophetic podcast. The number, you know, the the hash mark, the number mark, whatever. Three eighty three semicolon. Prepare for a long winter and food shortage. Okay. Let me see here something else too, if you could give me a second. Calamity. I'm not sure exactly when I had this vision, but that was last year again. Okay. 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 Here is so the one was from five months ago, and then another one here recently 
prophetic uh, podcasts, Hashmark 408, I think that's what you call those, semicolon, um, urgent, immediate, calamity in America, okay. So, and again, when I say that, I'm talking, I don't give dates on stuff, okay. But I believe the one recently about food, the food shortage. Let me go here real quickly, guys. Hey, this is when you when you do pro, uh, programs like me, you just go on live and you and you pull it together because I'm I'm always working. That's the way I am. Okay, okay. I believe this is this one here. I just want to make sure I'm right. So, anyways, you heard you guys who are out there right now. You can say, yeah, I heard John four or five months ago uh, share about how he saw an angel of the Lord, eight foot tall. And how that the angel of the Lord told me to tell people to prepare because a great storm is coming. And and he gave me three different things that will happen. Calamity, food shortage, and that the whole earth was dark. Just give me a second here. Having a problem with my technical stuff, so hey, well, be patient with me. I'm having a difficulty with my technical stuff. I don't know why that's happening. Let's just get rid of this here. Good, I got rid of that, so I'm going to get back in here. Okay. So anyways, I had a vision of an angel, eight foot tall. He was on my right-hand side. How many of you heard me uh, share that here uh, about four to five months ago? How many of you here, people are new, they don't know that I, 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 I said that. The Bible says establish a matter with two or, two or three witnesses. How many of you are presently watching this program? Please do put this in the chat that, yes, Pastor John, I was watching the program when you said you saw the angel that was eight foot, uh, eight foot tall standing on your right-hand side, how that I saw that the earth was completely, all the grass on the earth had turned to, like, uh, died, and then I was taken up into the heaven. And before that, the angel said, calamity is coming. I was taken up into the heavens. And as I looked down, the earth became black. And there was some light in it. How many of you, or who was here and, and watched that program, please do uh, participate now and, and share with us that you actually heard me say that. Um, I'm, I haven't seen any of you guys get, get to writing yet. Okay, that is the vision. So, okay. All right. All right. So, amen. Okay, so, anyways, uh, just for the newcomers here all, I know one of you watching this program right now heard me share the vision about the angel Lord, food, food crisis, and calamity coming. Would you please just text right now in, in the comment area? Uh, and, and say, Pastor John, I heard that. You're doing it not for me. You're doing it for the people that are watching the program. Take your fingers and use them, please. I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on you guys. Come on. Okay. Because there's no way that you guys that are watching the program. Hi, John. I don't know what that means. 
I'm not sure what's, what they're talking about right now, but anyways. Okay. Okay, so the vision is, I will give you this real quickly, y'all. This is the vision, so if I don't get confirmation from people here, which I, I don't know why they're not writing, okay? Uh, or maybe they did, it did just pop up. Hold on. For all the doubters, put this in. Prophetic podcast, hash mark, or, or the thing I call it a number mark, 383, then semicolon, prepare for a long winter and a food shortage. Okay? It says it's five months ago that I shared that. Has now Joe Biden said there's a food shortage? Putin said there's a food shortage? Has the rest of the world declared that there are food shortages coming? That's right. Before it was news, there it is. I am not doing this to exalt myself. Jesus said, if you exalt yourself, you'll become obeyed. And, and John said, I must decrease, so he must increase. And I, I used to think that talked about dying to the flesh and everything. Yeah, we've got to die to the flesh, but that's not what that scripture means. What John said is, look at, at John was the main focus out there baptizing people and, and, and leading them into repentance. And then he recognized a shift was coming. Now the Messiah that he'd been prophesying was here. And so he recognized that he had to take a back seat and Christ had to take the front. And so I'm not here to exalt myself, okay? I am a person saved by grace. I still ask God for forgiveness. I still don't hit the mark all the time, okay, as I desire to. I'm just a, a vessel prophesying the word of the Lord that calamity is coming. The food short of that prophesied is here. They're talking about it now, and it's not even here yet. It's coming, but now they're admitting it. Now Joe Biden gets up on television and said, yeah, there's going to be a food shortage, okay? Putin says, yeah, food shortage is coming, okay? So now these people are all admitting food shortage is coming, okay? Give me one second. I'm having a little difficulty. Uh, that's how it is when you have a, a program anyways. You have difficulty. Anyways, um, hold on, y'all. Give me a second, and I'll be up with my equipment. I had a problem with my equipment today. It happens even to the best of them. Amen. All right. So let's go here. All right. So we're back. Let me let me go ahead and get into my chat area. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Spammy. I was getting, I wasn't seeing all of this. Spammy is saying, yes, I heard you say that, but I just gave you the date and the video to go check it out yourself. So, Spammy, I appreciate you guys doing that because, you know, newcomers, they don't know it. And the Bible says, establish a matter with two or three witnesses. So I can verify that the Lord told me a gas crisis was coming while the price was $3.39. I can verify that the Lord told me there was a food shortage, and now our president is saying there's a food shortage coming. Now Putin is saying that there's a food sh shortage coming. Now all over the world people are saying a food shortage is coming. But I was shown this in a vision of the Lord, okay? And so I want you to pay attention to this, because this, this channel is your 911. In fact, um, 
In fact, I saw that before I came on here. This channel is your 911. This is your safety line for you to get your emergency broadcast prophetically about what's going to happen in the United States of America. Okay? So that's why you need to subscribe and to be aware of what's going on because this is a prophetic voice. I will be doing an interview again with a longtime friend, uh, Gary Johnson, as he verifies that I had a vision about a civil war coming many, many years ago. And, and he shares the civil war vision that he's had. And this will be, uh, we'll be doing that. I might put that one on Gab. Okay, I'm not sure where I'll, where I'll put it. I might put it on here. But like I said, my, my, my contents is not going to be the same in every channel because um, we're trying to create a network where people can go to just in case all of a sudden one network is taken down. In other words, if, if Christians are persecuted to such a degree that there's no Christians on YouTube, which we've been, we've been blocked, we've been shadow banned, we've been given strikes, our videos have been taken down, Okay, so we, we've got to be prepared because we're receiving a lot of persecution. So that's, this, this is for you as a resource, okay? So please do get some food. Please do buy survival food, get some seeds. Please get, get wheat seeds and, and, and get survival foods, okay? Hold on, I'm not buffering, right? Okay, please do get, you know, seeds to plant. Please, if you have any property, begin to have a, a, a hobby farm or a farm. If you can have chickens or anything, do that. Buy food and store it up. Okay, buy the survival food. Okay. Amen. <laughs> yeah, the oil change, my oil change was 80 bucks. I about, I about fell out of my car. And, and I've got a little tiny Toyota Matrix. And I'm like, how much? $80. Wow. Amazing. Well, of course, it's going to affect it because it's petrol, right? It's petrol. That's right. This sister's saying, yeah, it went from 67 to $92, her oil change. Okay. All right. So, amen. So, this is the Goshen uh, word that I'm giving. And that is, if, if, if you're going to take it practically, if you don't have a Goshen to go to, then be a Goshen as much as you can. Okay, and prepare for what's coming because a storm is coming. There will be a shift and a change. I believe it won't be permanent, but I'm telling you, we're going into a stormy time. And I'm not going to share all the visions that I have. I, I, I've gone ahead and I wanted to hear from the Lord. Well, I wanted to know what is the what words that has God given me in the past that are that are now coming into a season, closer to season. And there were several ones that I've written down. And I'll talk about all of them, but I'm not going to do all of them here. Okay? 
So this is me blowing the trumpet and, and getting people prepared. And I believe the time is coming and you and you ought to be prepared. Okay. So amen. Amen. And I will say this, and I and I usually don't talk about it long, and I'm not going to talk about it long as well. But my I donate out of what I receive, okay. There's a, there's there's the ministry and just living living right, okay. But there's a what I've coveted with God. I coveted with the Lord. I made a covenant with God that if He would provide for me, that I would give a portion of what I have. And I will say this: the portion that I give is larger than nonprofits that the charities that charities give, okay. So when you give to World Vision or if you give to Feed the Children, what those charities give, I believe, is, is, is way less than what I give. And I'm not a charity. I'm a nonprofit. Okay? And so right now I did something is where I actually give in advance. I give a, a month, two months in advance. You say, really? Yeah, because I trust in the Lord. But I've given everything that I can and so right now the ministry that I do I, I help people with groceries I help people with gas I help people with diapers I help people with with different people that I have I've set up a network okay I help people that are homeless with shelter all of this comes out of what I've covenanted to the God to give out of what after we've covered our expenses here after we've done that, and then the amount that I've cut into the Lord, I give back. And like I said, and so because the Lord has showed me to have wisdom is to help those who are in need. And so like I said, I have looked at what charities give, and they do not give as much as this ministry does. Because I coveted larger than that with God. I, I, I covered it beyond what pastors say you're to give. Okay, what they talk about. I'm not going to get into those terms. I made a covenant to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I will give you this amount. And it took me faith, because it's not what most people believe you ought to give. I gave I gave above that, and quite a bit above what most people believe you need to give. And I said, Lord, if you take care of me, whatever I get, I will give back. And I believe in... I believe in uh, Matthew 24, I was hungry and you fed me. I was naked and you clothed me. And I believe in doing that. So that's something we do. So just letting you know, I'm not ask, I'm not actually asking about this because I have all that I need for this house right now. We're good. Okay? Doesn't mean that we haven't been stretched a little, but we're good here. Okay? But right now I've had to shut down that part of my ministry because I actually was giving to advance. Because the needs kept on coming in, and I just said, "Okay, by faith, Lord, I'm gonna give from money I don't even have yet in my in in, in the bank. It, you know, hasn't come in. I'm gonna give, and I'm gonna take care of this person having a place to live. I'm gonna take care of this person's food. I'm gonna take care of this person's gas money. I'm gonna, and I did that until I I felt like the Lord said, John, you've gone almost two months ahead in your giving. I did like a month and a half extra in my giving ahead." Because I, I live by faith, so I'm like, I know the Lord will provide, and I felt like the Lord said, you need to stop. I got a check. I've given beyond my tithes, 
and, I, and I'm done. Okay, so uh, it's not a tithe. It's, it's, a, it's beyond a tithe. I've made a commitment and covenant to God, and I keep it. Which you better keep your covenants with God. He's not playing around. So, you know, if you've told the Lord you're going to go to a mission field, you better go. If you told the Lord that you will uh, not watch Netflix anymore, then you better not watch Netflix anymore. If you told the Lord that you're going to witness, you better do it. you got to keep your covenants with the Lord. I've made a covenant with God that I would give a certain percentage of my, my money to the Lord, and he has been faithful to provide for me. Faithful to provide for me. So anyways, if you feel led to give, go ahead and do it. I've said enough. But I feel I could talk more on the subject today because literally I'm talking about that. I've got people and I'm saying, I can't give to you right now. I, I would just simply are beyond the ability to give right now. I felt like the Lord told me, I, I, I uh, you know, I stretched myself too thin. It's being irresponsible. I got a family here to take care of. I got uh, everybody, the, the land that's here, the food that's here, everything, the lights that are everything here. I pay for the... I, I pay for much of what goes on here. Okay, I, I, I cover I cover the rent here. I cover the electric here. Okay, so I, I cover the food. Okay, and for my family. Okay, Gary has a check that comes in. That that's a small check that he gets, um, and and he's 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 a big servant of the Lord. Alexandrio. Um, I told him that uh, his room and board is, you know, I mean, to pick up around, do things as well, but help me on the internet. So everybody has to work as a community here. So he's a computer whiz. So he's really put a lot of hours in there working for me on the computers and doing all the beautiful designs and everything you see. So I'm not doing all this on my own. You know, I'm not. And me uh, and, and, uh, 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 Alessandro and Gary meet every single morning at 7 o'clock and we pray, we have a Bible study and we pray for everybody in the ministry, we pray for everybody that watches this program okay, so there's there's a, there's the vision of the Lord, God bless you please do like these videos, it helps to get them past the algorithms and please after the videos are published even come back and make a comment, it'll help them to be seen by more people amen and uh, amen. So God bless you. Thank you for watching. I'm gonna go ahead and say hi to everybody real quickly. Good to see you there, Matt. And Matt, you were right, brother. The vision that you had about me being sick, you were right. Um, my 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 liver wasn't functioning right. I I went on a radical diet. It's working again. Okay, and. But like you said, you said the next vision you had of me is I was no longer in pain. God healed me. I'm healed, brother. So, soldier of Jesus Christ, that's Matt. Brother, you were right. The Lord healed me. My liver is working fine now. Doctor says it's, it's awesome. So, you were right on. You didn't even know that I was in intense pain. And the one vision you saw me leaning over it in pain, you were right. We discussed that. They said the next vision you had, I was healed. I'm healed, Matt. Thank you for sharing that prophetic word. Amen. Amen. Good, good brother. Um, spam me. Uh, God bless you. Amen. And thank you for watching the program faithfully. Margie, God bless you.
Amen. Thank you so much. All of you are such a blessing to me. Thank you. I'm really humbled by you guys, by the way. Thank you for being so nice, and, 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 and I'm humbled. Thank you so much for your faithfulness here. Okay. The sister here says, I don't want to butcher your name or anything, sister, but it says there's another social media site called Unjected that might be another safe place. Well, God bless you. Thank you for that information. And I have no comments to affirm or confirm uh, anything on that subject. I'm just quoting what it says, only because I don't want to be annihilated from this uh, platform. <laughs> Amen. Give glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. I will say that real quickly. You know, I've been taken out to the shed a lot of times in my life and got a tune-up because sometimes I thought I was all that in a bag of chips. And I just want to tell you something. God can put you on the shelf in five seconds. And I'm not saying that because anybody's having a wrong spirit, by the way. I'm just, I'm just saying that because I have fallen because I have become puffed up in my life. And I thought I, I stood and that I couldn't fall, and I did. And I'm a transparent person because to not be transparent is to live in darkness. And so I'm being honest. You don't ever think you've arrived. Understand, don't confuse a gift with character. Be more focused on character. I focused on character, and I came into the prophetic. I focused on the prophetic, and my character waned. Jesus Christ is God. Do you know that pastors need to renounce the idolatry of their ministries? Apostles need to uh, uh, renounce idolatry of their ministries. Prophets need to, uh, to renounce idolatry of their ministries. Teachers need to renounce idolatry of their ministries. People that are wealthy need to renounce the love of money. People that are worldly need to renounce the spirit of worldliness. Listen, we can have no other God but Jesus Christ our God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. If we we are to love God, the first commandment is with all our mind, heart, soul, and strength. So listen, all we are is mouthpieces. That's it. We can easily be taken out. We're just like a grain of salt. We're like a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. We're nothing. And if we don't check ourselves, if we don't check ourselves, we'll wreck ourselves. And we've got to be depending on God's grace and mercy. And he'll use us if we can if we seek to stay humble but if we don't we could be like nebuchadnezzar who didn't give god glory and the bible said he came out and he said i did all this by my own wisdom might and power and then god took his mind from him and for the next seven years he ate grass until he until he glorified the god of heaven and 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 when he did he was given back his kingdom he was given back his mind so i don't want to eat grass Besides, I said, like, I'm carnivorous. I like steak. I don't like vegetables much. I don't want to eat grass. So it's best to, to be humble, and it'll protect you, and God will give you grace. Amen. So I, I just say that to all my brothers and sisters who are in training. Always remember that. Always, always remember yourself after you've given a prophetic word. Check your heart. Make sure you haven't glorified yourself. If you did, make sure you get on your knees and ask God forgiveness. He won't share his glory with any and that you can easily be taken out. So, but if you if you abase yourself, you'll be exalted. If you exalt yourself, you're surely going to be obeyed. So, always remember to do that. Amen. And God will use you. Amen.
So anyways, uh, Nate, God bless you and welcome you here, Nate. Amen. Um, and welcome to all you here. I don't know. Is it okay, it says, I had a dream two weeks ago. Uh, oh, well, hey, uh, Daniel, why don't you go ahead and send me that vision or dream um, and let me know what that vision or dream was you had about me two weeks ago. I appreciate it. And let me say something as I get off. I've got to go to go do some some. I got to go do something from here. But let me share this before I get off. Really quickly, okay. I'm not answering by e. I'm answering by reality. Help God help me to share what I'm going to say right now. It's so important for this generation and young people. Okay. Back in the day. Certain pastors and televangelists or big ministries, they saw that people had good testimonies. And so they used those people for their own profit to make money. And so there became a movement. Like uh, Jeff Ventold, he got saved, he used to be a part of ACDC. And then they just took him and used him, right? And like they're running the circuit. So Jeff, you know, he would go around. And after a couple of years, what I've learned since I've been in this 42 years is after a while, people nobody no longer want to hear Jeff Holt's testimony because everybody's heard it. Then they throw them under the bus after they've used them. Okay. A lot of times God never put these testimonies out there. And just because you have a radical testimony doesn't mean God is going to ever give you a platform. Bob, did you just say that? Uh, yeah, just because you have a radical testimony doesn't mean God is ever going to give you a platform. Doesn't mean it's his purpose. I remember, I think it was, what is it? Um, one of the Baldwin brothers became a born-again Christian. And they automatically, before he was mature or whatever, they knew, wow, he's a Baldwin brother. And there was greed involved, money. They're like, hey, he's got a big name. We could use him and promote our own ministry. So that's what people did. Okay? And, and, and my forensic analysis of it is that they used him for money, for their own self. And so they took, I, I forget his name, which which Baldwin brother it was. It wasn't Stephen Baldwin, but it was one of the Baldwin brothers. And they put him out there, and he was everywhere preaching, doing his circuit. But sooner or later, people get tired of listening to these people. And then they're thrown under the bus. This has happened over and over again, where people that are uh, movie stars get saved or football stars or whatever. It, you're not just because you're a football star doesn't mean you should have a platform. Just because you're an ex-boxer doesn't mean you should have a platform. Just because you're an ex-gangster doesn't mean you should have a platform. You've got to be called, okay? And reality is, a lot of these people they're they're a wreck, okay? And and so just because you have a testimony. Yeah, you should share it. Maybe you'll just share it to a few people, but God isn't trying to make you a superstar. So sometimes people think, well, i got a testimony. Automatically, I'm going to have a gigantic platform. The devil may want that for you so he can destroy you. Be humble. Don't look to be a superstar or a Christian movie star. Okay? Just because you have an awesome testimony. I have an incredible testimony. Okay? Um, I, I, I literally was transported into hell with a visitation of Jesus Christ, okay? And I've never been on Sid Roth. I've never been on um, uh, 
at TBN or whatever they are, the Jim Baker show, they never asked me to come on their show. And yet I was taken out of my body and went into hell. And the Lord told me through this visitation of the Lord, not a, not a dream, not a vision, told me that people can be born again and not make heaven if they don't live a holy life. And yet I'm not, I'm not out there because guess what? God has, God has given me this platform. See, your platform may not be to be a superhero Christian. Everybody know about you, okay? And if God wants to expand my ministry, that's fine. But I've been preaching here. I started preaching when I was 21. I got ordained in 1987, okay? All right? And I pastored in 80 churches, but, I, but I'm not world known. I mean, I've got this ministry, and maybe it'll take off. But I've been faithful just to preach the word. Okay, so I believe it is it's 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 it is wrong to believe that way. Understand, many wrong and evil motives have been used by pastors, uh, TBN, uh, 700 Club, uh, and and uh, and I'm not saying 700 Club necessarily, but I'm using the examples programs like them, it's programs like TBN, 700 Club. Um, just pastors realizing, hey, this guy's got a great testimony. I want to get him into my church. And then these guys do the circuit, and then what happens after a couple of years, everybody's heard their testimony, and they're burned out with them. And the thing is, a lot of these guys haven't started their own ministry, really, like a, like a church or, 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 or a ministry to the poor or something. And so once they do their circuit, they spit them out. And they're like, well, we don't need you any longer. We're like, but I need finances. And they're like, we don't care. Everybody's heard your testimony, Jeff Ventold. Everybody's heard your testimony, John Ramirez, right? That happens to some of these people. John Ramirez got an awesome testimony. You want to listen to it. I, I think he's somebody that always should be allowed in a church to preach, by the way. He was a Satan worshiper who's now a born-again Christian. And I think that he should never be out of the circuit because I believe God put him in the circuit. I believe he's actually been given a platform to testify about coming out of hell as a Satan worshiper and becoming a Christian. So they, I think he's the exception. But not everybody who's got a testimony like John Ramirez is supposed to be a John Ramirez. You are not John Ramirez. Okay? Right? And there's another lady that was taken into hell, wrote a book about going into hell on every single program. I forget her name. Uh, Mary... Uh, Baker, Mary Baxter, I forget what her name is. Well, guess what? My name's John Lopez. So I haven't written a book on that subject, and I haven't been on all those programs, but I've shared my testimony about going to hell. Okay? So don't feel like you've got to fit in somebody else's boots. Do what you're called to do. Because if you try to be something you've not been called to be, you'll be taken out. And before you even think about ministry, don't you need to go 40 years in the desert? like Moses, before you're called into ministry? Don't you need to at least do 18 years of internship like Joseph did between the time he received the prophetic word that he would be the second man in command in Pharaoh? Don't you need to at least do 18 years? Don't you need to at least do 17 years as, as David after he was anointed and ran from Saul? Don't you need to do some time? Don't you need to be have a revelation of Jesus Christ and then go in to uh, Saudi Arabia for three years as Paul did before you go into ministry? I mean, don't you need some time like John the Baptist did? If you read what the Bible says, people don't even know this. John the Baptist did, was not raised by his father and mother, okay? John the Baptist was in the desert until the time of his revealing. Oh, yeah, that's in the Bible. Did you know that? 
Luke chapter 1, 80. Okay? There were several groups of people that existed that during that time. The, the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Essenes. The Essenes are the only people Jesus didn't rebuke. They, they called themselves the sons of light. They believed they were a voice crying out in the wilderness. And the Bible says, not me, Luke chapter 1, verse 80, and the child grew and became strong in the spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he publicly appeared to Israel. Now, the Bible says his, his family were living in, in the city of God. They were not living in the Jordan area, which the Jordan area that where he lived and what it's talking about here is where the Essenes lived, a group of people that were waiting for a, a, a king Messiah and a suffering Messiah. They didn't have the theology of many of the other people that day. They were looking for a Messiah that would be both a king and a suffering servant, and they expected him to come at any time, any time. It's a fact. And in a lot of the Dead Sea Scrolls, they prophesied the exact time where Jesus would appear. So, so, so John the Baptist, okay, he had a time of training too, okay. And people want to just go into the ministry. No, Paul said this, I was found faithful, the Lord putting me into the ministry. Your ministry may not be based upon what you came out of. You may have come out of drugs and never, ever have a testimony that you go around the world sharing it. You might have been a gangster in the mafia, and you may never, ever, ever use that testimony just on an individual basis, that's all. Maybe instead, God wants you to go and get a degree and become a doctor, like the type that does brain surgery. Say, really? Yeah, God is the one who, who sets you into an office and he gives you a calling. People do not. Don't go with the status quo because a bunch of prostitutes have taken advantage of, of, of people who were ex-boxers, ex-football players, and they make them stars. And a lot of them fall into gross sin because they don't even have the character and they put them out there. He's an ex-boxer pro and they put them on this circuit, they use them up. They make their money out of them. They fall into sin because they can't handle all the fame and everything that comes with it. And then what happens? Then, they, then they're like, we don't have time for you. And they throw them under the bus. It's happened over and over again in Christianity, people. So that's just a word that I'm sharing. It's not a prophetic word, but it's a word of wisdom, okay, for people. Be yourself. Don't be anybody else. Let God show you who you are. The ideal of the superstar Christian, that's of the devil, okay? The ideal of the superstar Christian is of the devil. Just because you were an ex saint worshiper doesn't mean that you're going to write a book about it and be world famous about it. Just because you were working in the mafia doesn't mean that you're going to write a book about it and be world famous. Maybe the devil would make you want to make you world famous if you've been an ex-mafia person so you can think you're all that in a bag of chips. And then, and, and maybe you'll, you won't be able to handle the money and the fame. It'll, it'll take you out. And you won't even make the kingdom of God. So you might want to rethink some of that thinking, some of you, okay? Because if we're all thinking that way, it's, it's all about ourselves. It's narcissism. We want people to see Jesus, not us. Our testimonies are the testimony of Jesus Christ. It's not my testimony that I'm so awesome and look at that. And I'm not saying anybody implying anybody's doing that either. But I'm saying be careful. The Bible says don't take a position in, in, in to any any uh, place in the church if you're a novice or newborn Christian. 
fall under the same condemnation of the devil. What condemnation did the devil fall under? By the way, he says, if you're a newborn Christian, don't take any position because you might fall under the same condemnation of the devil. What happened? He got thrown out of heaven. He lost his salvation. Oh, you can't lose your salvation? He tells born-again baby Christians, don't take any positions as a baby Christian until you've done your time and your training because you might fall like the devil under what? Pride. And you come under his same condemnation, which is eternal judgment. So you might want to rush, not rush into stuff. That might not be a real good ideal to do. That's some good old wisdom from somebody who's been around a little bit of time. Okay? But if you've had a vision, thank you. I appreciate it when people do. Sometimes they don't think a prophet needs visions from other people. Man, so many people have sent me visions and dreams. And I needed them right when they sent them. They encouraged me. Because we go through a lot. I mean, as a ministry, people need to intercede for us because we go through a lot as a ministry. It's not just me here in this ministry. Okay? And we go through a lot. One brother this morning shared how he's been going through spiritual warfare uh, for two days. I don't believe he did anything to do get that spiritual warfare. That's And, and he was going through that. And I believe it's just that, that as Christians, we go through a lot. Okay? We go through a lot. And so, you know, I'm just saying all of us, I don't believe he did anything and that kind of stuff. I went through the same spiritual warfare he's gone through before in my life. And uh, I wasn't involved in any ministry or anything at the time. But it's just all I'm saying is people go through spiritual warfare. We go through it even here. Please pray for us in our ministry as well. God bless you. This is Pastor John. Uh, please check out my other video on my other website. And that is the other website. I'm going to have that other video coming out on Elijah's, with an S, School of the Prophets, with an S. Go there and check that video out. It's going to come out tomorrow. It's a prophetic word about what's coming. It's an important word, and it's, it's, it's a word of preparation. You need to hear it. You need to get prepared for it. It's coming. Amen. And if you want to find out about other stuff I've got there, it's under in my subscription area, uh, my description area, but my other website is not there. Amen. And information is down here, uh, our, 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 our bank routing number and ways you can give to the ministry. All that's here as well. Okay. God bless you. Thank you so much for following the program. We love you so much. Thank you. We love you. And keep it up. Shalom.